as the Uruguayan curls one in. So, Borough unfortunately didn't get the job done in our second leg at home to Coventry City, who did beat us by one goal to nil with a Gus Harmer goal in the second half. And um, before I get into my thoughts on the game, um, my thoughts on uh, the season, going forward, etc., um, I just want to say... First and foremost, it has to be said, a huge congratulations to Coventry City. Um, they, across the two legs, had our number. Um, they had a game plan and a tactic, and especially last night, it was executed to absolute perfection. And um, you've got to just credit Mark Robbins for how he set that side up last night. Um, they did the perfect, I think, as close to perfect away performance um, in a second leg as such as this that I think you could ever hope to see. They defended for their lives, they pressed unbelievably well um, and um, yeah, deserved it. They deserved the win and um, yeah, you know, I've got to congratulate them. I think their fans, um, both times they've come to Riverside and not just this season, um, in past seasons have been fantastic. One of the loudest and proudest um, sets of fans that we've had at the Riverside and um, you know it's um, it's it's nice to see a club who has had so many off-field issues you know I mean at the start of this season they didn't even have a ground to play their home games in and I think with three or four games behind everyone else and bottom of the league um, after everyone else had played like 10 games they played seven so you know not just this season you know they, they've, they've had to borrow other club stadiums over the years and yeah you know to see a club who's had so much off-the-field issues and overcome so much kind of adversity um, and yet still progress year on year is is quite incredible. Um, so, you know, you can only congratulate Mark Robbins for that. And, um, yeah, the fans, they're a great set of fans. And, um, you know, posted on Twitter last night how gutted I was, but congratulating Coventry and, and they were very sort of gracious in victory and... Yeah, I wish them all the best, and I'm, I'm rooting for them to beat to beat Luton in the final because I think their style of football is um, is better to watch. I enjoy watching it more. Um, I think they they deserve a shot at the Premier League. I think they've got a ground built for it, a manager who can take them there, and um, a fan base who I think would would love it. So yeah, huge congratulations to Coventry City. I wanted to just get that out of the way first. Um, and and as for Borough, well. Um, <sighs> It's um, it's 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 devastating. Um, can't quite find the words for it. Really, um, was just gutted last night after the game. Uh, I mean, watching the game, I, I don't think my heart <laughs> my heart rate dropped below 120 beats per minute for the whole of the first half. Might have even been more. Um, it was it was an unbelievable atmosphere one of the best atmospheres i've ever seen at the riverside the the banners the the chants pre-match during the game um loud and proud the atmosphere was un- unreal and i think we did all we could in terms of fans to, to try and help the side last night but 
yeah, coming away from it today. Um, I feel worse today than I did last night. I feel kind of empty and suffering from some kind of weird football hangover. Um, I just don't feel any real emotion, just sort of exhausted and sapped of any real energy and, and a bit of a suckable, I think, because it's not like, you know, we went to, to their ground in the second leg where they had home advantage and, and we were well beaten. Um, it's not like we've played a, a, a team far superior in all departments and were well beaten. It was a ridiculously tight two-legged affair. Um and it was a 50-50 game, really. It could have went either way, and um, to just fall slightly on the wrong side of it is is gutting, really. And um, I feel like the there is a sense of opportunity that's been missed here because, you know, um, having Coventry at home in the final game of the season, given our home record, given our goal-scoring record, the players we had in the team... Uh, you know, you'd think we'd get that job done and then Luton in the final, I think, is an easier game. Um, you know, prior to the playoffs, a lot of championship pundits said that Coventry were the possibly the worst possible side for Borough to play against. I didn't really understand it at the time and I was a bit sceptical, but over the two legs, that's come unbelievably true. Um, they probably were the worst side for Borough to play in terms of how the two styles kind of counteracted each other. And, um, you know, I feel like if we'd have found a way through this on a big pitch at home, you know, against Luton at Wembley, I, I feel like the, the the opportunity there to go up was was right in front of us, and we just had to get over this one hurdle. And um, you know, I'd, we'll have a look more in depth at the league and where it's finished and stuff. But there is a sense of the squad we have, the players we've had this season, the loan signings that have come in, and, and most of which have been amazing. Having the top goal scorer, having the top assist um, player in the championship, being one of the highest goal scorers, if not the highest goal scoring team, it felt like it was all there for us. Um, and uh, I think an opportunity has been missed big time here. But a little look at the game in, in its own sort of uh, context and in isolation, we kind of knew how it would how it would go. Um, like the first leg, Borough would have a lot of the ball. We'd be trying to find a way through Coventry's backline. They'd be looking to hit us on the, on the counter attack with Jokerez playing it up to him. He'd hold it up and bring others into play. And it it it, it panned out exactly that. Borough um, had a lot of possession, a lot of the ball working it side to side, um, but just could not get anywhere near the Coventry defence. I don't think I've seen many better defensive displays at the Riverside for, for a long time. It was, honestly, they were so well organised. Um, their pressing was, was perfect, like I say. They pressed when it was the right time to press. They sat off when it was the right time to sit off. Um, every time we went wide, crossed the ball in, they'd head it straight back out again. You know, they set up uh, they set up with a with a with a tactic to just defend and defend and defend and try and get a goal wherever they could and it worked absolutely perfectly and um, for all of Borough's endeavour we didn't really lay much of a glove on them in the first half we got into a few decent positions but barring a Daryl Lenahan header at the very end of the half um, which was sort of comfortably saved we didn't test Ben Wilson that much and then in the second half Borough weren't as good um, I don't know if Coventry, I don't know if they sort of stepped onto us a bit more. They were a little bit more 
not on the front foot, but I got the idea Bora didn't quite have as much time and space on the ball as they did in the first half. And um, Again, it was a case of would we break them down before they nicked a goal. And unfortunately for us, it was it was the latter. And um, it was, uh, I think, Akpom lost the ball in midfield. One ball over the top. Um, you know, not not many times had Jokeres got in behind us. Um, I think, again, McNair and Lenahan did exceptionally well to marshal him. But he got in behind us this time. Um, Stefan come out. He had to make himself big. I'm not going to put too much blame on Stefan for this um, because at the end of the day, Jok was forced wide. Laid it off to Gus Hamer. And, um, I mean, the finish was ridiculous. Um, you know, he could have saw the keeper off his line and tried to instantly put it in. He could have lashed at it, but he didn't. He, even with defenders in front of him, he took a second, shifted it right, composed himself, picked his spot and put it right in the top corner. And, um, you know, many other players might not have had the composure to do that um, at that moment, but it was a very, under the circumstances, a very composed finish. Um, there was a couple of Borough players in between him and the goal. If I had a few criticisms, I think Stefan could have maybe got back on his line. Um, and I think, yeah, McNair maybe was one and, you know, whoever else was sort of in front of him, they could have thrown themselves in front of the, in front of that shot. You know, we had a shot, I think Force had one in the first half where Bidwell absolutely threw himself in front of it. I mean, it was nowhere near as, as to the goal as this was and the keeper was on his line and everything, but he threw himself in front of it. Um, to block the shot and I feel like Borough's defence didn't quite have the same drive to stop the ball from going in our net as the Coventry players did theirs and I feel like you know McNair could have quite easily or Lenahan or anyone could have honestly threw themselves at the ball doesn't matter what body part it hits get yourself in the way of it um, and stop it from getting on target but they didn't and it was pretty much a, a kind of free shot for him to, to pick his spot and he did and yeah, one nil down. A real blow, a real sucker punch. I mean, I, 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 as much as Coventry were a dangerous on the counter, I didn't see it coming. I thought Borough were well in control of the game, and it was a game that could possibly have gone all the all the way. Maybe one moment of magic might have unlocked the door, but seeing that go in on on 57 minutes was was a real sickener, and you could feel it in the ground because the atmosphere up until that point was was unlike anything I'd seen in a long time. From all stands, it was unbelievable, and um, it just sucked the life out of everyone in the ground. And you know, the boys and the, and the fans quickly got back on, um, and we, we pushed the boys forward. We had we had a goal disallowed for offside again, like the first leg. Um, it was offside. Um, Crooks was the one who headed it in. He was offside. I think if if Archer had been left to head that in, he would have been onside. Um, we hit the bar, although that might have been offside. Um, McGree had one off the line in the second half. You know, it was one of them. Whereas the game went on, you just sort of saw us sort of getting near, off the line, offside. You're just thinking, it's just not meant to be this. It's just not going to go for us. And um, as many corners we free kicks we had, as much as we piled the pressure on, um, it was clear to me from like 75th minute onwards, it it was just not meant to be. It just wasn't going to fall for us. We needed that little lucky bounce, ricochet, whatever, um, and it just didn't didn't come our way um, and you know in all honesty the way it was going we could have been there all night and probably not scored um, it was one of them and uh, Coventry hung on to nick the win and um, yeah it, it's um, it's an interesting one after the game because like I said earlier I do feel like this was a huge opportunity missed for Borough and 
every possible stat was in our favour and it was a just the worst time for everything to kind of go wrong you know um, we've never had a game at home under Carrick where we've not scored until last night Tuberac Poms never had a goal drought under Carrick this long he's now had four games without a goal this is now his longest goal drought um, you know I, I don't think Coventry had won a, 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 in Middlesbrough at the Riverside or Ursum Park since 1993 they'd not won up here in 30 years until last night I think the record books and everything favoured the team at home in the second leg um, who were third and fourth and again it did not go for us and it just it felt like everything was set up the stars had well and truly aligned for us last night you know the atmosphere the fans um, the way we were we were playing um, I, I, there was not one part of me that didn't believe we could do it and uh, everything like I say was sort of leaning towards us and that's what makes it even harder to take um, like I say if we'd have got through last night and played Luton at Wembley I, as I said in my predictions I strongly believe looking at the two styles I think Luton's style fits perfectly for their ground um, but we saw at Sunderland that they struggled on a bigger pitch a wider pitch against a team who were playing very expansive football and um, I feel like we'd have had the same sort of luxury at Wembley but it's not to be and um, you know we now have to sort of move on and as you can see by the player ratings there was a couple of good performers in there I think the centre-backs like I said did well uh, Hackney rightfully had a good game um, the front lads just didn't quite get um, into the game enough and you can see by the commentary ratings they all were just unbelievably solid um, one of the best defensive displays I've seen Gus Harmer question of whether he'd be fit he was and he played a huge part um, you wouldn't be surprised to see the stats were pretty much the same as they were in the first leg um, Bora had the better XG more shots more possession um, but Coventry's game plan wasn't about that it was absolutely played out to yeah perfectly for them and um, yeah um, we now have to look ahead because you know we've got a lot of loan signings who are going to go back to the parent clubs now um, Stefan Giles, um, Mowat, Archer, Ramsey, integral parts of the team, um, and we need to, to look ahead and try and, and um, try and, and, and find a way of replacing them um, or bringing them back. Um, I'm going to do a video at some point in the next few weeks, looking at the Borough squad um, and who I think we could get, who might come back, who might leave, and what the squad might look like going into the next season. But um, yeah we need to try and bring I think as many of them guys back as we can because they fit the way we play they know the club they know Carrick um, I think it's easier to try and get them back again than, than sign another player who's similar but um, it, yeah there's plenty of players in there who, who we're going to need uh, replacing and, and we've got to find a way of going again and you know the looking at the, the table looking at the teams who are coming down um, you know one of either Luton or Coventry are going to be still in the league next season Sunderland are probably going to be a much fiercer proposition um, you'd expect West Brom, Watford, Swansea and Norwich to to certainly have better seasons I think even Ipswich coming up might might be a, a, an outside contender for the playoffs and then coming down you've got Southampton, you've got um, Leicester, maybe Everton and Leeds or Everton or Leeds so I mean it's going to be really really difficult for us but um, you know by the sounds of it 
it looks like and sounds like by all of Carrick's post-match interviews that he's very much looking ahead to the future. There's a couple of fans panicking and worrying and have just assumed and made the assumption he's going to leave, which I don't see where they're getting that from, if I'm honest. He sounds more than committed to to the cause for next season. Um, and hopefully, you know, like we did after we lost the plot file in 2015, we can, you know, just only strengthen the squad, better it, have a full season under this manager and go one better next season like we did in 2015-16 and that was to go up automatically and you know I think it's it's one of them isn't it we in October when we were in the relegation zone when Carrick come in if you'd have asked any Borough fan you're going to be in the playoffs uh, they would have said you're absolutely kidding you're stupid don't be daft and they would have more than snapped your hand off for Borough to be in the playoffs at that point but now we've been here and we've been in a playoff four without any parachute payment sides um, and a, a, a 50-50 home leg against Coventry, which we were favourites to win, top goal scorers in the league, not 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 had a game at home where we hadn't scored in the Carrick. You know, you'd look at that and think, wow, and then Luton in the final. And, um, yeah, to not score, <sighs> what a time to be toothless, eh? And what a time to, yeah... Um, yeah, have a performance like that and uh, over two legs just not be not be at it and that's five playoff games in a row where Borough haven't scored which is a little bit of a strange stat um, and a bit of a worrying one so yeah um, we move on to next season um, I will obviously be back in August uh, with more Project Boroughs after the, the new season starts might even do a pre-season one but yeah as it stands at the moment um, I'm sure it will look back in hindsight, um, in a few weeks at the season overall, where we were to where we've got to, the trajectory we're on under Carrick, the football we're playing is honestly some of the best I've ever seen Borough play. There is a ridiculous number of positives and by far more positives than negatives. And I'm sure we'll we'll start to see them in the weeks coming when you know hindsight starts coming into it and we can sort of look back on it and, and the hurt from this settles down. But of course, it's going to take a few weeks I think to get over this and um, you know start looking ahead because it does just feel like a ginormous opportunity missed but yeah Coventry had our number and they've absolutely done one on us and uh, we just couldn't we just couldn't get near him so yeah we'll see where we're at um, see how we recruit see where we strengthen in the summer um, hopefully we bring back a couple of lone players and, and maybe a few permanents more so um, keep a lot of the spine of this side improve defensively I think it's a big one um, going forward I think there's, there's not much we can improve on really overall and um, yeah I'm sure we'll start to see the positives going into the new season where hopefully we'll, we'll go one better but for now yeah uh, this has not been a nice video to make uh, I'll congratulate Comtry once again I'm rooting for them in the final um, but um, yeah I'm glad I've got this out of the way because I was dreading making this video um, but yeah had to just vent and just get my thoughts out there so yeah please give it a like I think uh, appreciate that this is a awful video to make so I'd appreciate a like um, subscribe as well I mean lots of football related content coming up over the summer um, as well as you know I do a lot of gaming here on the channel as well comment below your thoughts as a Borough fan how you feeling I'm sure you're feeling gutted right now but you know, what positives do you see from the season? Um, where could he, we improve? What do you think went wrong? And 
you know, where do you think we'll be next season? Um, and of course, any other fans of any other clubs, um, do let me know and please be kind in the comments. Um, but yeah, big thank you for watching. I've thoroughly enjoyed making these Project Borough episodes this season. Um, you know, being able to talk about my club um, on this channel is something I've always wanted to do and I've got a, kind of found a format and a way of doing it and uh, a lot of people seem to be loving it. So huge thank you for that. It'll be back in August or maybe July. Um, but yeah, thank you for watching. Hope you've enjoyed my videos about Borough this season. Shame it couldn't go one episode longer, but um, yeah, I think just looking at everything, stats-wise, records-wise, it should have been Borough, but it clearly just wasn't meant to be Borough, and that's the life of a Borough fan, really, so yeah, thank you for watching guys, and uh, yeah, I'll see you all next time, up the Borough.